podcast you are currently listening to is called Bad Play Style, in which we all play the same video game and then talk about it, during the course of which we will swear a ton and probably spoil every single aspect of the video game. Super. All right. Welcome to Bad Playstyle. My name is Matt. With me, as always, is Owen. Say hi, Owen. Hi, Owen. And say hi, Keenan. Hey, Keenan. Um, and this time around, we played a game uh, called John Wick's he- John Wick Hex, uh, which was really like it came out. I was interested in it at the time, and then just other things were more important. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, and I feel like that's kind of what happened to everybody. It was like, huh, that looks neat, and then moving on. Uh, but before we can talk about that, we got to talk about what y'all been doing with your video game time lately. Uh, I want to hear about it. Who wants to go first? I want to uh, hear from Keenan actually. So, like, okay. go ahead. All right. Um, we really ought to just have a set order, but whatever. I'm looking at. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at my 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 steam to remind myself because the last couple of weeks have been just a lot of tunnels um sure. <laughs> i picked up evil genius 2 when Ooh, that I came hear, out i want to hear about this yes 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 uh evil genius 2 though called evil genius 2 may as well just be evil genius we modernized it and took all the bullshit racism out um <laughs> all of it uh yeah yeah like there's there's no one named something wong Mm. And like like all of that stuff is gone while still maintaining um, some of some of the characters from the first game are in it and are like time warped forward. Like that's cool. One of one of the one of the geniuses you can play is crazy. Ivan, the henchman from the old game. Oh, that's fun. Um, And he's really interesting because you end up with a evil genius who actually has like some offensive power because he still has his rocket launcher. Um Okay. But so he's but, not he's not pure backline. Right. He's so, yeah. he's yeah. So is Evil Genius one like canonical with this one? From what I understand, yes, because the whole premise of two is that you've already taken over the world and then gone away and come back and decided you wanted to do it again. It's <laughs> kind sure. of the shtick. All right, all right, whatever. That's um, great. Yeah, Wait. like they're doubling down on the silliness of it all in a way that's fun. It's like, all right, this is a sequel, but also all the racist characters died on the way back to their home planet. Right, or right, right. Yeah, there's not the there's not the like. So you remember how like you'd finish a mission and there'd be like a radio like newscaster from the region mm-hmm. telling you about the thing you did like that's not that's not in here. And that's not uh, as racially charged as all of them were. Mm. in in the first game because you had like someone doing an indian accent and someone doing an a a really like bland asian accent you'd expect in a 60s movie and like you know like all that stuff and it's just not it's not here in that context anymore i, I mean it's it's worth saying that like the first evil genius is a movie that was just trading in james bond tropes and like right especially old james bond movie, john oh yeah james bond movies oh, yeah. are like racist as fuck exactly mm-hmm. like like it was it, it it's interesting because they definitely cleaned that stuff out and maintained the rest of that. Like it still has all the spy movie bullshit in it. 
it still has, you know, goofy, goofy cartoon characters and stuff like that. Um, they did some stuff that's just like sort of less maddening about some of it. Uh, like what's what's a good example? Um, like the control room is easier to deal with. The map is easier to deal with. You no longer have to send pe- the, the way the old game worked. You'd send henchmen to a place on the map. And the only way you could get gold income besides like getting it from quest rewards was having them there doing it and generating heat all the fucking time, which which led to this thing where you'd have this constant stream of aggressors coming to your base. And that like entire thing has sort of been overhauled in that the way you start taking control of the world map is you put down a um, like a base of operations in any given area on the map. And then that generates a passive income and a slight amount of heat per time frame. Yeah, I, I always found that in Evil Genius 1, that whole like world board mission stuff was like easily the worst part of the game. Yeah, yeah. And so they they smooth that out a lot and they give you missions that you can just go steal money if you want. Or they give you missions where you can just lower your heat in that area if you want. And then the interesting thing about it is when a mission ends, all of those henchmen just disappear. So you never see them again. You never see them again, but because the game like it doesn't value a single henchman the same way the first one does. So can I can I ask a clarifying question about this? Um yeah. One of the things I always found really frustrating about that system in Evil Genius 1 is that there are a number of types of henchmen that you can only get by like training up the base henchmen to become like, and I can't even remember the names, like an advanced henchman. And then yeah. an advanced henchman can be trained to become a spin doctor or right, like right, a televangelist right, right. or whatever. Yeah. I can't. And, and then you would send these, these little assholes that you've spent like training up through all these different tiers of different names for hucksters and evil people. Right. And then you'd go do the mission and then like just an arbitrary amount of them would die even if the mission succeeded. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, that one henchman was like four nested tiers of training. Right, up. right. And the, the amount of training time that it took to do each of those tiers was insane. And like, yeah. yeah. So, so that doesn't really happen because the training takes like a minute. Okay. in any given situation and it goes faster if you have one of those people available okay. so it sort of does this cascading thing of assuming you have a couple of scientists and you have one who isn't doing science actively he just walks in and trains one of these yellow suit motherfuckers to be a scientist that's cool and it happens in like 30-40 seconds um okay. And then you still get that like a constant free drip of one henchman per 60 seconds mm-hmm. that the game already had. And the the way they sort of set up that the henchmen don't come back is they have. So the thing that's in this game that it wasn't in Evil Genius 1 is there's a bunch of like little conversation cinematics between the genius and a character. And it sort of sets up like why things the work the way they do. Um, one of them is that. Uh, the genius is like, hey, go do this, set it up, steal some money, and then keep some from yourself and never fucking come back. You'll bring the heat with you. Okay. Right, so like the implication is that you send them out there and they set up some sort of, you know, like MLM or whatever they're doing to make you money, Mm -hmm. and then they fuck right off so they don't bring the cops to your doorstep. Okay. Um... So so like a lot of that stuff where it's sort of like better thought out in that way exists. 
Um, it does some really interesting things with like getting new henchmen after your first henchmen. Now, now, now to remind people, henchmen are the named characters that you can sort of micromanage that aren't like a regular minion, right? So it's not like a regular guard. It's like, it's like uh, Jaws or Odd Job. Jaws or Odd Job or like uh, the the swordsman from the first game is in here again, but he's an old man now, but he still teleports. So he's still totally sick. Oh, um, cool. I like him. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's in here, but he's more of like an like the the old man swordmaster trope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grabbed him because I was like, I hope he still teleports. That'll be useful as shit, and he does. But after the first one that you get, you have to go through some like story missions where you like do some stuff to get a new henchman. Um, and it sort of helps build the character and the mystique of that character in a cool way, like. I went after this guy named Incendio, who's a magician with fire powers. Um, and you run through this entire chain of missions where you figure out where he is on on world map stuff. You entice him into the casino in your base. You get him to run a show which burns down your entire casino because that's like <laughs> part of the story of the missions. And then you have to capture him. And when you capture him, you have to interrogate him with the freeze ray trap, whether you have it or not. So I had to literally tech into the freeze ray trap so I could continue the mission, which is like kind of annoying, but also kind of cool because it sort of pushes you in directions that you wouldn't normally go. Um, and then uh, right now he's like this weird level of like reluctant uh, goon for me. And I have to go do one more mission and then he'll like supposedly be on my good side. Right. Um, but there's like this whole progression to that. And there's a lot of stuff like that. And they've made the super agents like actual characters. Like I fucked around too much with Africa and they're really mad at me. So the African super agent is this rad demolitions expert lady with a sledgehammer. And she just comes in and wrecks your shit with four other demolitionists. <laughs> Um, and, and so now I have a mission where I can either wipe her off the map or try and recruit her, which like the idea that there's this like level of evil of twisting the enemy to your team is cool. Um, and, and like it, it, it cleans up a lot of the like annoying management game stuff that existed back then and kind of trades that for modern annoying management game things, but not to the point where I don't want to play it. Right. Like. So it's cool. I'm enjoying it. I I put it down recently to make sure I had time for podcasts and some other stuff um, and haven't really gone back to it. But that's neat. I've played a bunch more Motorsport Manager because uh, F1 season started and that game is really fun. So I did that. Um, I've been fucking around with Aim Lab because one of the other things I've been playing a lot more of is Apex Legends doesn't feel terrible to me anymore. I think I mentioned this last time. You did, yeah. Um, and I recognize that, like, there's pieces of my first-person shooter aiming ability that are just bad, and Aim Lab has some really cool tools for that. Um, and then I've played a shitload of Hunt because the boss event slash ammo event slash patch all dropped at the same time, and it's been really, really good. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Cool. Matt, what have you been playing? I was going to ask to go next, so cool. Um, there's a few things I want to talk about. Recently, I've gotten really into watching sumo wrestling on YouTube. 
Uh, there's not much to say there. I really like that. Like a really intense match mm-hmm. will be like 12 seconds long. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about the like pseudo working of sumo wrestling? Uh, what do you mean? So sumo wrestling is, is sometimes predetermined the way pro wrestling is, but for completely different reasons. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of like weird ego stuff that goes into it because the ranks aren't like determined by anything that anyone will say right they're determined by (laughs) right yeah it's like half the rules are not written down they're just like in this one dude's head over here yeah and And so yeah so like people will throw matches to keep people in certain ranks like as an agreement like there's a lot of match trading that happens in sumo that's really weird well because and yeah they have like a stable system too so it's it's like it's like an f1 team right um yeah it's interesting the politics of it are interesting i got into it because i saw a thumbnail of like a georgian dude sumo wrestling (laughs) pro in japan and i was like what the fuck that's awesome i want to know what what was up with that and then i got really into you know inside left outside left yeah you know the terminology and stuff i was like oh this is neat and the the uh, matches and you know the thing i've always you know you live with me the thing i don't like about wrestling is how long the fucking technical part takes yeah you know yeah. and so uh, uh, with these it's like you know average match is like six seconds long anyway i don't want to talk about sumo wrestling too much there's just i just thought it was neat um <laughs> uh i i beat pillars of eternity 2 again that's the thing i did since last time we talked i think um yeah you were uh, in the be- middle of it before i i beat it on turn-based uh this time it was i've i come to the conclusion that while well, turn-based is fun it skews the game too hard in directions that the game isn't like built to handle. Um, and you can compensate with mods, but it is not, the game is made for real time with pause and works best if you do that. Um, so it was fun, but I don't think I'll do it again. Um, uh, and then did, did I talk about how I played video games with my mom or is that a thing I need to talk about? I don't think so. Okay. Well, my mom requested that we play video games together. And so I went over there and I set up my laptop and hooked it up to her TV and we played wide ocean, big jacket, which is, uh, like hour and a half long, uh, walking simulator story game. Uh, she really enjoyed it. Uh, my dad sat in the back and like grumbled and made predictions the entire time, which is very like, if yeah, you've met my dad, that's yeah, a very it's pretty on brand for him. Do. So yeah. the, the, that's like one of the only gaming things I have to share that I did as well. For context, I guess it's worth mentioning, Matt and I both just got vaccinated recently because we're childcare workers. Mm. So we got to go see our parents. <laughs> yeah, this is what I chose to do. Owen Owen did a different thing. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. It was like right around Easter, I got to do that. Um, so it was, uh, it was a good time. Um, as she really enjoyed it. She wants to play more. I'm going to sort of try and... Um, do a slow slide into her actually controlling the game because mm-hmm. this time it was like sort of me in the driver's seat but definitely like i don't have any agency here you're making every decision like anytime there's a question about what we should be doing or where we should be going like you do it i'm just more used to the um the haptic and like ludo languages of video games that are going to throw you for a loop so something yeah. i ran into so I got my I so I also got my mother to play White Ocean Pick Jacket, um, mm. and 
I'd had a little bit of difficulty getting what, like I've talked on this podcast before about getting my mom to play video games with me. I tried to get her to play Kentucky Route Zero, um, and we, I, she had trouble controlling it and stuff like that. But White Ocean Big Jacket is a game that is really restricted in the space that you can move in mm-hmm. most of the time. And even then, I was just astounded at the boomer's ability to get lost or 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 turned around in an incredibly tiny, restricted environment. Right. Where? Yeah. That. That. Yeah. I I tried to play Portal once way back in the day with my dad, and it was, it was, yeah. I understand all the like so, the people who who fucking like like gyrate around when you're using the controller wrong when you're like you know eight or whatever. So so. so with portal you're 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 you're, um we've talked about this a little bit the 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 struggle is getting someone to use mouse look and use directional arrow keys at the same time and this is the thing we've noticed boomers can't in wide ocean and wide ocean big jacket i i figured this would be less of a concern because even in the scenarios in that game where you control a character walking around in like a theoretically open space um, it doesn't do a two-stick camera control and movement. It right. combines movement and camera control into one stick. And the issue I ran into is a rather different thing, which is my mother, and I suspect this is the case with yours as well, is completely illiterate in the visual language of video games. Yeah. And so she right. that, just, and that's that's why I chose to drive, was this exact yeah. reason that you're going she, into. She would yeah. just go wander to like the corner of a map and was like, I want to see what's over here. And it's like, Mom... Can't, why can't you just intuitively tell there's nothing there mother yeah yeah like you, you why haven't you played video games for 33 years yeah. and realized that there will never be anything over there and there never would and there would never be any reason for there to be yeah. anything over there um so yeah going on a completely opposite spectrum here um i play video games with the kids at my work i used to play with middle schoolers and i've been slowly introducing the elementary schoolers i now work with with the old stable of games that we used to play with the middle schoolers obviously there are some games that are completely unsuitable for elementary schoolers that are like fine for um middle schoolers like i would never make elementary schoolers play killer queen Mm -hmm. for any length of time but like they fucking love gang beasts obviously um, but we recently, within the past week or two, have started playing speedrunners. And it's the type of thing where they are like baying for it. They really, really like something about the competitiveness and because like Gang Beast is competitive, but it's really low stakes. Like, oh, I fell out, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. Whereas speedrunners, there's something about you didn't win, you beat them. Yeah, and that's like a different thing. It has a very, yeah. uh, it's a very direct competition to it, right? Uh, yeah, um, but it's it's divided the community somewhat because the kids who can't read, like i.e. the really young kids, they like Gang Beasts because the floppy men flop around and that's funny. Yep. Right. Whereas the older kids, the the third, fourth, and fifth graders, they're all we want to fucking get in a knife fight and speedrunners, right like let's do let's go yeah um and, and uh, yeah when, when someone gets eliminated in speedrunners it is just absolutely brutal yeah. yeah it's a bit like the screen explodes every it's great yeah yeah whereas like when um, when, you, when you die in gang beasts you always die as like a wet fart 
<laughs> yeah, it's the fucking like yep. uh, sound yep. library like diarrhea noise. Yeah, yeah, that's um, real. So, so that's been that's been real fun. Uh, but uh, I was gonna say there's a there's a group of boys who are all brothers. Um, and do you guys know how when guinea pigs get really happy, they do a, a behavior called popcorning? Mm, not familiar so basically they they just sort of leap into the air and kind of like do a small like not a full rotation but like maybe 70 degrees but they just do that over and over and over they just like kind of hop in place and sort of rotate a little bit um these children do this when they're really engaged with a video game yeah that sounds like Uh, mammal shit (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's very fun it's very funny to watch because like i could tell the match is getting intense because they'll all all three of them at once will pop out of their chairs and start hopping um <laughs> and and not it, it's funny because like kids try to physically induce the game to understand their will by like doing it with their body because mm-hmm. there's that's what they're used to right like they you impose your will in the universe by using your body that's how you do that right yeah. um and so they'll like move the controller around this is not what they're doing they're not like doing it when their character's jumping they're just doing it when something intense happens so yeah. it's it's like a sort of separate behavior in my mind it's like related when, you lean but, when but you're doing a, 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 a racing game or something right yeah um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's that, that, that's been fun. Um, and then long time listeners will remember a, a fucking while ago, Owen was like, oh, I started playing Oblivion again. And we were like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm just like tooling around being a vampire. Uh, I'm not like doing quests. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just like, like bre- yeah, just roll from town to town and just like merc people. I'm just like, like breaking into people's houses, like killing shit. stuff do it and i've started doing that in skyrim (laughs) 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 last last couple weeks um yeah it's it's very fun there's a there's a quick start mod that lets you start as a vampire oh okay in like a vampire's lair so you don't even need to go like track down a vampire lair and like get infected you just be like yeah these are my homies in the vampire lair um yeah uh and then last uh, a new free update for Vermintide 2 is coming out tomorrow uh, that turns the game into a roguelike. I saw an article about this and I'm curious. I am so fucking pumped. Uh, <laughs> so a problem that has existed for a while is that like Fat Shark intimately knows their game. And they intimately know what is overpowered and what is not. And you can't give people 100% of the time access to shit that is overpowered. You have to give them stuff that is, like, balanced, right? Otherwise, your game is not going to have any longevity, right? Fat Shark understands this. But if you give it to them randomly, it's fine, right? Because they can't, they don't. They're not going to have that next round. Yeah, yeah. That, there's no way they can just dial it up when they need it. Right, and and that round where they have that overpowered combination of abilities that don't exist in the rest of the game, they're going to remember that round forever. Right, and so it's rather than going on because you've you've both played this game. Rather than going on one sort of moderately sized to long adventure through a level, you go on like a shorter level that has these random drops and coins and and uh, optional challenges and random mutators. And you go on this like world map through these different locations that are uh, blessed or cursed 
by like uh, imperial divinities or chaos gods that you've pissed off or or like invoked depending um and you collect these uh these stats rather than like you making your build and going into the level you you do the build by going through it roguelike style uh, i think that is incredibly smart um and it makes me even more excited for dark tide because if they do anything like this it's going to be a very engaging game in my opinion yeah um yeah this is this is like that thing that studios do where they like in the game that they're winding down, they start like soft prototyping stuff that they right. might put in the next game. Right. So this makes me incredibly excited because they're trying all sorts of weird things. The the dwarf, everybody got a new uh, new ranged weapon. The dwarf got this this exploding harpoon called the troll hammer. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's great. Uh, the the elf got a a bow that recharges itself off of off of moonlight. So she she has like a recharging bar now. So you have like uh, infinite ammo. Yeah, Is yeah. That... But like, okay. so you can do like four shots in a row, and then you gotta like wait thirty seconds before you. That's kind of neat. Yeah, you know. Um, and then the um, you know those stupid pistols um from from the the late Renaissance era in like Germany that have uh the barrels out in like a fan. Yes, those fucking Yeah, the, the fucking witch hunter gets those. He gets two of those. Uh, Tight. Uh, yeah, so he's just shooting, like, just fusillades out of his face. It's fucking amazing. Um, I'm I'm honestly pumped for it. It's going to be really fun. But that's that's all I wanted to say. Owen, go for it. I've already said my piece on what games I've played. Um, a, couple, a couple of weeks ago, um, a friend of mine managed to help me get a new 30 series graphics card. And since I got it, I've used it to play almost nothing that utilizes its power. Um, I played control for about 20 minutes just so I could, like, know that I was using it. Mm, just as, I, like, a testing thing? Yeah, well, and then I realized, like, I just don't want to play control right now. Like, I've already played control. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I booted up VR and, like, booted up a VR game I've been playing and turned on some settings I hadn't turned on before. Yeah, so, um, so I booted up Squadrons and, like, toggled on some settings I hadn't used before and um tried to play squadrons for a little bit and made myself motion sick i think i flew a little too close to the sun on the graphics <laughs> settings because mm. squadrons is not a game that has in the past made me motion sick um i, I think turning on v-sync was a a, a a bridge too far even there mm. um but yeah i've mostly just played loop hero which i don't want to talk about loop hero nothing's changed um sure <laughs> you've already talked about it on the show before so. yeah Loops the and heroes had... is still good yeah the only thing i had was talking about why doesn't big check and we we already did that well cool cool i'm glad you were able to sort of like uh uh gouge in yours in between mine it felt very fluid it was good um okay well moving on john wick hex um i'm the only one who beat this game uh so i retain my crown as the iron dumbass um because this game kind of um i don't know how to describe it is tedious tedious isn't the word though because like there's fun under the scabs i don't yeah somebody else want to take a crack at this (laughs) it's like it's it's like it's not even like if i if i told someone that this game was underwhelming i would be overselling how underwhelming it is yeah yeah so should i summarize it first well, I think I just want to, before you do that, I want to point people to the show notes because there'll be a GIF in there from Owen's um, uh, <laughs> Switch that sort of typifies 
what we're talking about. But yeah, go ahead, Keenan. So John Wick Hex was sold to us as a game where you would get to like in a turn based way, run through the combat flows of John Wick, um, which sounds incredible. Uh, and because well, right, because in, in movies and in action movies, it's like this guy's the gun guy or a knife guy or right. like a shot. But John Wick is he does all the things and right. he hits people a lot with his guns. And it's really weird. And it seems like someone talked to someone who had actually been in this kind of thinking about this situation. Right. So it feels very real. It feels like thought through. And, right. and the things that happen in a John Wick fight sequence are fast and hard to track at first but makes sense Mm -hmm. um and and that is like an exciting different sort of thing for those of us who haven't seen the raid i guess um (laughs) oh (laughs) sorry sorry but like Star I mean, Wars, hey, yeah, more Star people should see the raid. It's the same way the Matrix was a moment for action movies, right? Well, there's a like, reason those guys got hired for the new Star Wars stuff. For sure, know? for yeah. sure. And and, and it's it's just funny because like I wanted more of it, and the way I got more of it was a John Wick movie and a Captain America movie. What? Yeah. Um, because <laughs> they're the choreographers for Winter Soldier. Oh, they um, cool. yeah, cool. <laughs> which is why part of why that movie slaps. Well, hey, so um, if you haven't uh dear listener please open up whatever device you write down media you're supposed to consume later on yeah uh, and jot down the raid if you have and the raid it. too and the raid too although the raid two is very um Ongbok three um so yeah anyway go ahead yeah i guess two just sort of rests on it on its gimmicks huh yeah. um so oh, and also the plot doesn't make any fucking say whatever go ahead. <laughs> yeah so so the thing that that this game wants to be is a game that allows that right it wants to so um, close it's so yeah it's uh (laughs) uh, and there's times where it really fucking hits right there's there's certain sequences where you play it right maybe on accident and you don't know how and you fucking flow through a room of dudes just shoot that one in the face throw your gun at that one pick okay, up this can, guy's gun empty it throw it at that guy like can i there's can all I just, these <laughs> can i just can i just say the so for you you're saying that those sequences hit there are there are times where i feel i am doing it correctly i am i am i'm living this vision correctly it's so hard to speak this game's language yes right (laughs) yes and 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 the the thing that you're saying that sequence where ah i i correctly interpreted what game wanted right and executed what game wanted correctly is your feeling coming out of that situation, as you've just described, is is euphoric. Yes, my, you, you my found feeling, it. My feeling coming out of that situation is deep uh, irritation, uh, okay, and 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 umbrage with the game because the things that are happening be under the hood to engineer that situation for me feel very unearned. Yeah, okay. as someone who's played XCOM a lot, um, <laughs> the things that annoy me about XCOM, as far as like AI manipulation, pod spawning manipulation, uh, uh, manipulating when and where I will be fighting, um, and and how much sort of extra action pool I will have, because enemies can't cancel actions in this game. 
right? So you, you say it's turn-based, but it's not. It's, um, it's all on a timer. So everything you do costs time, and everything the enemy does costs time, right? Uh, and then nothing is guaranteed. Everything is a percentage chance, although that percentage chance in the right circumstance can very easily equal 100%. I, right. I love that about this game is that like yeah. sh- shots that are like in pretty decent circumstances ju- are generally just a hundred percent hit chance, mm-hmm. which like and, makes sense for the character and the situation. Right. Well, like, and, and also just makes sense for the scope of this game where you're just one man where like, it makes sense in XCOM for there still be to be that like 5% mischance. Cause you have a squad of fucking like meat bags with machine guns. Well, yeah. Because then the question becomes, do I double down on this position and back up that thing that I needed to happen with more of my time resources or right. do I back off and try something else? Whereas in this, you're just one man. So you don't get the, to try it. You don't get the, to double down. So right. right? The, Go ahead Owen. Something I found myself thinking about um, when I started playing this game is I, I, I found myself mentally um, comparing it to XCOM because it said, turn-based you know like grid-based i like i know this is axis and that's grids but like whatever leave me alone um but it's like this turn-based tactical combat game but i think this game has way more shared dna with a game like super hot than it does with xcom yeah that's absolutely a good a good uh read and and (laughs) but super hot somehow gives you a much more sophisticated toolkit while seeming to give you less things. Yeah. Um, the, Weird, the yeah. tool, the tools that you receive in super hot are much more effective than the tools you receive here. The, you know, a thing that I always really usually really like in games is when I and the AI have the exact same toolkit, mm-hmm. but here's the thing. The AI is a fucking moron and there's 30 of them. Um, and also, they get to spawn when I step on specific hexes. That yeah, the logic gate. For, yeah, the, the enemies via gate areas in this game yeah, are a thing. Stars. And 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 the and the enforced boss fights with ads. Like it, there are situations where it is impossible to clear out and move safely. You have to enter a situation where you have to play the odds. And yeah. let me tell you, this game is not very good at rewarding you for playing the odds since that shit is heavily RNG. And this game doesn't have a save state. You have to like restart that whole situation. It doesn't so, have I, a save state and there are very few rewards in so the game at all. A, a thing I found myself thinking about a lot is that um, this is a... So games like this, like like the, the type of action this is meant to recreate, it's that, it's that action movie, gunfight, martial arts, close quarters, tumbling around, shooting guns, punching a dude in the throat, taking his gun, shooting him with his gun, like that. It's, all that it's crap. super hot, right? It's the pick up well, the brick and throw it at that one guy, and you know, like it's, yeah, it's the all of that. And then, and then, and then, yes. Um, so all, all that stuff. Um, fuck, what the fuck was I about to say? Um, Sorry. It's really easy to get yourself in a situation where it's like uh, you you can find yourself in a situation where someone has a gun and they're drawing down on you and you can see it on the timeline that they are going to shoot you before you can shoot them and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And the only thing you can do in that situation that is faster than them shooting you is to throw your gun at them. Yep. But throwing your gun at them is such a 
catastrophic downgrade in your tool set and your ability to like survive the next two or three moments Mm -hmm. whereas um and i'm not saying that this game needs to be super hot and needs to use super hot solution but in super hot you can similarly find yourself in a situation where your only option is to throw your gun at your opponent because it's the only thing fast enough to disarm them before they kill you but when you do that they automatically drop their gun and it kind of moves towards you and so even though it's a desperate move, you can chain that desperate move out of that situation. Whereas in this game, every single time I found myself in that desperate situation where my only option was to throw a gun at them, even though I survived that moment, it always made my survival prospects worse in the near future. Yeah. It's like, now I don't have a gun. I definitely don't have time to pick up guns in this game. Right. So, and so I just have a smaller tool set going forward. And so it's just, it's just like this like failure spiral yes that is that is what i would i would call it a feral failure spiral is a very good way to describe this um but i was so i was gonna say um uh in in this sort of game um the i was so i was talking about how you know we have all the exact same options at all the exact same times right except for there's a few things john does faster Right, like you have the parry, and the parry is really fucking fast. You have the gun throw; the gun throw is really fucking fast, right? And if I think a lot of things would be solved if there was an easy mode or a normal mode, and then a hard mode later, where John is point one or point two faster on like three or four more things than the bad guys were. Like for instance, ducking is point five, right? Right. But moving is point four, so it's almost it almost never makes sense to duck, unless Especially, it's like unless you can break line of sight and that's all you need, right? right? Like I don't, yeah, I don't, I never feel like I got felt like I got a good handle on when is the right time to like duck and roll because the cost to do it is so high, so high, yeah, and yep. it's so restrictive in its use. I get that I'm harder to hit. But it's like it's so hard to use effectively because it's so it's so limiting to the way you move and it costs your 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 what is it focus your points. focus yeah yeah every time you move it's just like i i hate this so like the, this. the the game is trying much in a similar way it really reminds me how the game is trying uh it really reminds me of what doom eternal was trying to do where it's trying to bring you to this parkour flow state of using every option correctly in in this manic sequence yeah you know that's what it's trying to do you know that this is what the hard mode having five seconds to make every decision speaks to me of is they want you to be in sort of this flow state where you're doing your option selects very quickly and you're always picking the right one but the, the margin between that cool I'm fucking equilibrium man and just getting shot four times by the too many enemies that spawn because oh, yeah. I and stepped on the wrong hex. And you get shot once and it all unravels, yeah. right? Like it's just uh, fucking it sucks. And then so, go ahead, yeah, sorry. Um the thing I think I really want that is missing uh and Owen you you told us before recording that you had watched some of the some of the John Wicksman uh film. Um <laughs> Jonathan yeah, John, oh, no, one. Okay. No, this um, is a great Owen. What's the wiki called? 
Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, I meant to I wrote this down and I meant to bring it up and I forgot. So at one point I found myself looking up like some detail about this game. So there's a John Wick fandom wiki that is called the John Wiki. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Keenan. That just we needed to no, get that no, out. I, yeah. it, it's absolutely our brand of bullshit. Um yep, yep. <laughs> so Beautiful. So the thing I remember happening in John Wick sequences, and I may need this corrected, but the thing I remember happening is John throws a gun at a dude, and then John grabs that dude's gun arm, murks that dude with his own gun, and now he has his gun, right? Right? That's a thing that happens? How come I can't take that dude's gun when I take <laughs> him down? Yeah. What? Like, like that would that would solve what we are talking about for me on such a huge level for me I to mean, be able to like chuck my gun in his face, judo his ass to the ground, chop him in the throat, and have his gun in my hand. Yes, done. Right? Like, <laughs> there's just and again, this kind of goes back to the thesis statement, which is this game is so close to being good. It's right? so close just, to being good. Yeah. There's there's and, just it needed a little more time in the oven, a few knobs twisted, and it could have been a really fun experience. Yeah, like I I don't know what my diagnosis for this game is. It's like it either needed more time or like another brain in the room. Like a test mm. pass. Like, like there or, needed to be more like QA or something. Perspective yeah, or like, like like it's like it's like almost there, but it, it like there's it needs like a sauce. On like mm. just a bread and meat sandwich. Bring it the bends. Yeah, I think the the, <laughs> the, the the simplest solution is the thing I propose, which is just allowing you to tweak the the number. Like even if you just just did that, like allow the the player to tweak the numbers on how long things take for John to do within a certain margin, obviously. Um, um, yeah, or, or or like give me like a melee attack that costs a focus that lets me take someone's gun right sure. yeah that would work just just a few more uh options the the impetus of my uh proposed solution is to make more options more viable more of the time mm-hmm. right yeah. which is sort of similar to what you guys are proposing with the gun thing which is that you need to have more good options more of the time because there's too much of the time that you're doing what the game is asking you to do which is playing the odds but playing the odds fucking sucks in these situations that they've set up if this game had a save state if this game had shorter situations um right because there's that's obvious from the way that enemies spawn that there are certain encounters that the game wants you to have in certain ways and in certain environments Right. And so if those were more siloed off than they are now, that might be overwhelming from like a UI perspective or from like the the gamer looking at all the things they need to do to get through the level. But I think it would flow better. Um, That's just yeah, that's I think it would. Yeah. So that's the thing, right, is like it's like there's a lot of things we can point at and we've named most of them, I think Mm -hmm. there's there's like there's just enough missing that the flow feels wrong and you every once in a while stumble into the intended flow. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's the, it's the odd result rather than the th- uh, result that you're getting most of the time. This makes me think of something. So you know how uh, like in this game, it's a turn-based game, but at the end of every mission, you can watch a replay of your mission in real time. Right. Yeah. And every time I watched one of those, about a third of it actually looks kind of dope. Right. Like, like it actually like kind of looks like a lo-fi version of a John Wick movie. Yeah. And then like two thirds of it are me just like doing like, like the animation's a little stiff, like whatever, it's fine. But it's like, it's me just like cheesing doorways. Yeah. Yep. You know, and stuff like that. And I get that like, 
that is that is gunfights to some degree. It's like someone posting up on a doorway and waiting for their moment and then popping out and shooting. But it's like it's like me doing like dumb gamer shit. Well, and, and the thing I think of when I think of John, John Wick, uh, whoa, that was almost a weird word mashup. John Wick, um, John Dick, John Wick fight dynamics, which almost turned into dynamics. Um, <laughs> John Dick dynamics. Yeah, yeah. So episode so title. Thing, episode title. The thing I think about those fight dynamics <laughs> is that the thing that is cool is that he is constantly moving in a direction he wants to go and reacting to the things around him in like weird sword fight style circles if that makes sense yeah well and, and just like sort of marching intentionally and quickly but not running um right yeah. he's he's yeah, this he's, weird murder terminator he's, right he's like, inevitable he's inevitable yeah. yeah um so something i noticed so i was watching the movie last night and today before recording is um a lot of the time in this game you will kill an enemy by shooting them twice Mm-hmm. And, and and this will sometimes be that you stun them and then you shoot them twice or you pop around a corner and you blah blah and I'll tell you if you go watch that movie everyone is double tapping everyone in that movie yep. like yep. It, it's all blah 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 you know like yeah. and, and so like they like that's probably like a really intentional choice I just wanted to highlight it because I think it's it's kind of cute that like mm. everyone's hit point pool seems to be designed so that you do the iconic like John Wick double tap after you pop around a corner or whatever yeah. Well, yeah, and it's such that, like action movie professional sense. bullshit to double tap someone and that everyone's doing it. And John Wick like lends it. It's weird mystique. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about briefly because we're talking about double tapping and this sort of dovetails into a gripe I have with this game, which is that a, a good chunk of the roster of available weapons have, to my mind, uh, terrible use cases <laughs> yep. or or or. or trap use cases so the two i want to highlight here are the revolver and to a lesser extent the the long arm shotgun so not the bullpup um because the bullpup fucking rules oh my god that thing rules um anyway the the revolver and the shotgun have incredibly long two fire times and so you need to either be shooting a guy who doesn't have a gun or trick the AI who does have a gun into committing to an action that takes longer plus their firing time for you to kill them, which is hard to do. But here's the thing, Owen, you were talking about options earlier. If your weapon that you're using is supposed to kill melee guys, how are you going to kill the gun guys? Yep. Yep. I, you so- need, yeah. I don't necessarily begrudge a game for having bad guns in it. Cause, cause like, um, like for like, again, I'm going to compare this game to super hot, like super hot has guns in it that suck compared to your starting gun. But like, you're also like picking up and churning through them. And, and also like, those are things being leveled against you, but like so few of the weapon choices in this game feel at all more powerful than just your starting pistol. Oh, right? especially when like you pick up an SMG and your, your hit chance goes down, but you're firing more bullets. So it's effectively the same. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the gun that he starts with is in to my mind, the second best gun in the game, which I don't think is a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's trying to encourage you to melee more, but you already do need to do that because bullets are a precious, precious resource. Um, because not bullets 
because you need to have a gun means you need to go scavenge for a gun, which means time, which means time you're wasting, not moving forward with the level. Right. Well, and it, uh, it which sets means, the which wrong... means enemies spawning, which means enemies g- getting a, a, a thing on you when you aren't looking. Yeah, it's just awful. And it um, sets sorry. the wrong precedent for the source material you're working from. Right. It doesn't matter what gun is in his hand. You're fucking dead. Right. Right. Like which. which and, le- so Owen, sorry, but I wasn't finished with my rant about I, weapons. I'm done. Uh, you're good. Okay. <laughs> um, the the other thing I really wanted to talk about. So I want to talk about the revolver because I think it's dumb. Um, and Owen, you raised a good point, but I still do think that it's dumb and it annoys me, although it's probably good that the game has bad weapons in it, so you want to get the revolver. No, no, hand. like, if anything, I'm agreeing with you. It's like, fundamentally, I like this idea, like, outside this game, but in this game, it's like, none of these guns, in like, spark joy in me. You know what I no. mean? Well, okay, so the carbine, the bullpup, and John Wick's handgun spark joy in me, because those are the only good guns in this game. Um, but the, the next thing I was going to say was the machine pistol. The machine pistol that the bulky guards have is a trap um, because firing it takes really fucking long. Yep. You, you spend about twice or maybe even more than twice the amount of time you would spend firing a pistol or, or a rifle uh, firing this gun, which means that enemies have time to reposition on you, come out of weird dead angles and fire before you're finished firing this gun. It is a trap every single time I've used it and I hate it. I hate it so goddamn much and I, like, yeah, I understand why someone would put it in this game, but fuck that person. Fuck it that person me, forever. I So I haven't used this weapon. I did not finish this game. I did not get to the machine pistol. It re- but what you've just described, again, the super hot comparer has logged on is it reminds me of uh, in Superhot? There's a, a rifle that shoots a three round burst. Oh yeah, this is this is a great comparison. Yeah, and so once you commit to firing that weapon, like Superhot is the game where time doesn't move unless you're moving. Except in the case of this rifle, once you begin the three round burst fire, time continues to progress after that first left click because it still has to do the second and then the third shot, mm-hmm. and so you might left click in the way that you're used to doing with a gun in super hot, but like you were actually inviting all your enemies to swarm around you and shoot you when, when you might understandably instinctively feel like time should be standing still. So the game does this thing where it delivers lots of machine pistols into your hands in places like cubicle farms or, hedge mazes and i want the game to die in a fire for doing this because it's an awful awful trap and a dirty dirty trick that that meant many a failed run and many a 15 minutes watching ds9 instead of looking at my other monitor at this game um so uh yeah is deep frustration at the design of those things um uh, yeah it, it it's it's one of those things like you the 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 same is true for fucking up that i mentioned about accidentally finding the flow state uh i can fuck up not really recognize that i fucked up and then three steps after that are ruined too right. yeah yeah um yeah and this, and game, like, this game is really good at that at, at making you dig your grave without realizing it yeah right and then once you start finally noticing those patterns you can kind of get better at it but it's not fun to fail right mm-hmm. it's not it's not interesting. I don't I don't immediately learn something from it. I can't immediately walk back into that situation and correct it because mm-hmm. everyone's going to move differently now. Like it's not um, it, it, like I, I played it in such short bursts because there was never a feeling of 
of getting it or of 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 mastering anything. I just happened to get a good set of 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 RNG that I managed to juggle well enough. Not it never felt skill based on my level. Speaking of RNG, you've you've jogged a memory that I had deleted from my brain because it fills me with rage, uh, (laughs) which is that this game does not have static uh uh types of spawns so the spawns like where the enemies come from is static but who they are is oh yeah yeah so you can just get a good spawn where the whole first part of a section is all melee dudes and it's like well yeah i can fight melee dudes i have the parry right Right. and and if if like melee dudes are only threatening if they came in the room before a guy with a gun Right. right. That is the only time that they're threatening. Uh, and so if it's if it's five dudes in like waiter outfits who are coming to Kung Fu me, I'm going to kick their fucking asses. Two of them are going to eat bullets on the way in. And no, I'm not even going to fire my gun because I'm going to use that on the guys who have guns. I'm just going <laughs> to fight these guys with judo, you know, okay. and I'm going to save my goddamn bullets because I'm still using the wick pistol. And that thing is I don't want to use one of these fucking guns on the ground. Excuse yeah, me, it's the wick stall. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so, that was a so thing like, you made me remember that was also frustrating about this game. But again, again, if you if you if you want to make it this like if you want to be turn based fucking hotline Miami, you need to have static spawns. Right. And if you and, and if you want to be fun, you have to not have the enemies spawn in in a very unearned double flank. I, when I, I stand I, on this one hex. I think when you randomize the spawns, you are inviting the player to begin playing more impulsively and reactively. Right. And less like cerebrally. And and um I, I think you in this game you are going to elicit very bad results from your player. From right. Me. It either needs a few more tools to make that work, or it needs to step back and let me learn the room. Yeah. Right. And and it doesn't do either, which is why we're having the it's the right there almost conversation, because it's not anything we've ever met in a video game before. And it doesn't feel good the way yeah. it's been baked. I, like, I mean, respect to, to Bithel for for um, making a game that like kind of has never existed before. Um, <laughs> like I, I really respect that. I would love to see what this game looks like if you gave it like Steam Workshop support. Okay, this game is making me super excited to play Phantom Brigade. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because apparently Phantom Brigade does this same timeline thing, but does it better. And I'm super interested to see what tools that developer used to make that happen. Well, and Phantom Brigade also does a thing where um, you are shown like ghost movement of what enemies are about to do. Oh God! See, because when do you, do you remember when um fucking uh uh Sam Fisher did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Where you leave your like ghost, and it was like a revolution in stealth design to me. I was like, that's amazing. Like right? I think like the- Phantom Brigade legit has a thing in its fiction where it's like you guys have some sort of machine that lets you like see branching timelines or something. See, that's like just that. that's they talk the about it in the trailer that you have some sort of fucked up AI or something. That's just that the type yeah. of sci-fi bullshit I love, right? Like hashtag Lancer Nation, right? Like I fucking love that. That like fucking mechs, high concept sci-fi bullshit in them. I, I'm all about it. Yeah. The 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 thing the thing that is missing is the flow of into the breach in John Wick Hex, right? We're we're missing to to you know call out another thing we've played and talked about. 
the thing that is cool about that game is when you have a handle on the tools, you can play the situation. And oh, yeah. I never feel that feeling here. I never yeah, into the breach I never is all find about the way these things work. Uh, into the breach is all about not you sharpening your tools, but your tools sharpening you. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and I don't feel that way about the menus I'm given. I don't feel <laughs> like they have very specific purposes. I I feel cooler when I strike a dude and then take him down because I know it's going to look badass on the replay. And that's not good for me. No. Right? Like That's not what like, you should be thinking about in that moment. Right. Uh, but but that's like the, the place I ended up in in this game because I couldn't I couldn't hold anything else the right way. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, no, 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 it's no. Like you handed me a bunch of handguns where the handles are on backwards, and I don't know how to <laughs> fucking handle it. Like, and, and like, it it sucks because like I don't feel stupid; I just feel misunderstood as a player, right? And that's like a weirder feeling than, like, I I can't say like this game is wrong. I just can say like it doesn't have the things I want in it. I right. Yeah, I, like, I feel I feel like I don't understand the game. The fairies are making me play for my freedom. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some sort of weird bargain here. I'm not aware of or yeah. something that. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks because like, I want to like the idea, right? Like, like oh, you I love sold the me on the idea and you've, you've landed the aesthetic and the music is good and the voice acting is good. And like all these other things are hitting all the right points for me. And then I just can't be John wick. What? <laughs> <laughs> like you okay. brought the entire other aesthetic and I, I just, I just fumble it all the time. You're asking me to juggle and I don't know how. Right. Um, when the game, the game won't let you. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's yeah. so weird. It's super weird. I, well put um we, we good on this one yeah i think or, so i'm yeah, ready to I... abuse it with the bad standards <laughs> all right um okay cool uh i feel i feel like i said everything i needed to say cool cool cool, cool. um all right well yeah uh bad standards time um so this is the point where we needlessly compare this game to other games uh that aren't anything like it most of the time we generally give low numbers um, but they are between zero and five uh so fellas how does this game compare to star sector um the first thing that just immediately jumps out to me by this comparison is that star sector is at all times a game with it's like a basement filled with tool chests with 10,000 tools in them. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a bad and good option smorgasbord. Yeah. And, and this is a game where it's like, there's just six options. Like, like it's, it's like, it's like what dodge, parry, strike, shoot, like crouch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah crouch, like crouch, roll, focus, move. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the first thing that jumps out to me. So I no, I think that I think that's a good compare. I think that's a good uh, point of comparison. Yeah. Um. Also, this game, at least from the my experience playing Star Sector, like demands your moment to moment attention in a much bigger way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here we are uh, coming upon Owen and I's very different experiences playing Star Sector. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh i miss my machine gun boat i might have to pick that game up again um so like i'm, I, I I'm really get... i've been keeping an eye on it because i want to see how they flesh things out so i'm excited for that too uh, so i like, think oh, oh and a number 
I just, I just want to give this like not a super high score. Like I can't think of any compelling reason to do so. It's, okay. It, what? So like a like a zero? I'm, I'm hearing a zero. I like yeah. Sure. Let's give it a zero. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's not like even if I start digging into mechanics and things like they're so opposite from each other. That, yeah. yeah. They're very yeah. very very different. Um, Outer Wilds. Yikes. Uh, both games music slaps. Uh, but <laughs> okay you know, but one not... one one gets my blood pumping and the other gives me a transcendental experience every single time i hear it so if those you are pump your blood hard enough it becomes <laughs> transcendental no, no my dad tells me that i need to get my blood pr- i need to start worrying about my blood you, pressure wait, so. you just made me think of one way in which this this game succeeds which is um i'm going to espouse an unpopular opinion not necessarily within my co-host here but probably within like the larger world which is while i respect the john wick movies as being cool action movies they are stupid as fuck Mm. in a way that i don't find fun i find distracting (laughs) and i think john wick as a stupid world works better as a video game than a movie i agree with that a lot like, and yeah. I wonder if we're going to get a better video game in that world. Yeah, like the the Continental and their silly coins, and like everyone's like a cool tough guy named Hex and shit like that, who like lives in an in an old cathedral converted into a nightclub because that's like a thing. You, that you know what it reminds me of hmm. is Vampire the Masquerade lore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that mixed in with Hitman. Yeah, um, it's it's fucking goth club operator, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's an edge Re- Republican crap. goth. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, lib- I, I no, think... this is like libertarian goth. But oh. it's like somehow more believable in a video game, whereas like in a movie, it's just like, all right, whatever. Um, I both agree and hate the phrase libertarian goth. Um, all right. I'm I'm feeling a zero on this one, fellas. Yes, quite I, honestly, I'm with you. yeah. All right. All right, Void Bastards. So I actually think there's quite a bit here. Yeah, yeah I, um, I would agree with that. I d- knee jerk. I'm I'm immediately at a three um, between art style and gameplay. Although one succeeds and one does not. They both <laughs> they both have sort of a similar um, uh, run into this incredibly closed off environment, murder everything and loot everything. Right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I agree with that. Also, um, even though I think Void Bastards is a game that just sort of executes better, Void yeah. Bastards is also a game where you can like just get into like kind of a miserable failure spiral. Yeah, you can absolutely fail. Like, if you just went into a ship, that is true. Tools, yeah. Like you're just gonna have a bad time and probably end a run. But that's a run-based game. This should be a run-based game. It really ought to be, you know, and have shorter time between save points. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I like a three. I like that a lot. I like a three. The uh, the other thing, oh god, I forgot it. Fuck. Eh, whatever. There was a thought. It's gone. Whatever. Three. We're at three. Yeah. Thoughts three. die all the time. Yeah. Thoughts <laughs> die all the time. Yep. Final Fantasy. Ugh. Gross. I don't like this. I don't like being here. I don't like thinking yeah. about this. I don't ex- like existing in this space. I'm tempted to throw out a zero and move on, but I don't know how about you guys feel. Um. I've probably brought this up on a previous episode. My frame of reference for Final Fantasy games is like weirdly narrow and is probably not representative of Final Fantasy in a good way. Like the only Final Fantasy game I've ever finished was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you have in so, fact brought up that fact. I think before. I've I think I've got a broader broader sampling, and I'm still at zero. Like I can't, yeah. and I'm the one who can like twist that shit right, and I'm still yeah. at zero. Like I don't want I don't, Mr., I don't Mr., want to. Uh, Mr. Straw Grabber over here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like leave it be. I'm good. Okay, <laughs> but straight into a banger, Hitman. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I will say, I will say, aesthetically, we are uh-huh. at a five. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I don't. I think there are other factors involved. So but just my heart wants to give it a two, but I know it deserves more than that. Yeah, okay. both okay. of these things are so up their own ass. Um, <laughs> that 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 like you can't help but appreciate uh its commitment to that, even if it's not your thing. Okay, right. here I'm I'm gonna make my pitch. So you know they made that that phone game and 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 I think uh, it's Hitman, Go. Hitman, yeah. Hitman Go. Hitman Go. Hitman Go. So like, imagine an alternate reality where this that game didn't exist. This is a Hitman mobile game. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't want to be like shitty and be like, uh, this game. It's a mobile game, guys. But it's just like, yeah, like no, it, you didn't say it like that. I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But the 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 complexity of its interface feels like that, yeah. right? Like it's not it's not like a derogatory thing. It's just like, yo, you could actually play this on a, on an iPad. Although like, for for real though, if you so I played this on Switch, and I believe you guys played it on PC. Yeah. Yes. If you play this on Switch in docked mode, you cannot fucking read any of the text in this game. <laughs> it needs to be in handheld mode or like. Oh, that's wild. Like I, I played this like in a living room multiple times, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, and there'll just be like a window pops up that is like explaining my abilities. It's like this was this was a mistake. I should have bought this on PC. <laughs> you shouldn't hit that button. Yeah, like it didn't run bad on Switch or anything like that, but it was just like. Okay, well, I I will leave it to you, you two gentlemen, to decide between a three or a four. I like a three. Yeah, three, three, three sits well with me. Three feels like, good. Like okay. there's enough that crosses the Venn diagram. Feels like a three, <laughs> not a four to me. I just, just because like, the, if this game were the, better, the, this would be yeah. a four. Oh yeah. <laughs> if, if if I had enjoyed this game, I would be screaming five right now. If yeah, if yeah. if I if I had the same feeling I had in this game when I did it right in Hitman because I planned to. Mm-hmm. Yeah we'd yeah, be here <laughs> if this game if this game was the game it wanted to be or the game i wanted it to be the, like, the <laughs> mission successful you're extracting your heart is pumping your adrenal gland has emptied yeah. music in hitman yeah. is yep. the feeling this game wanted yeah um okay well keenan you now have the oh so delightful duty of taking john wick mm-hmm. and throwing him into overcooked overcooked okay um <laughs> who uh so there's something about like john wick's entire style of like doing things what? well that makes me think he's a good cook oh, also, but john Go doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's too good to have like worked in a fry kitchen when he was young. yeah yeah no like like john wick was the dishwasher somewhere right um but the thing the thing that I have a hard time with in John Wick and Overcooked is that he ain't got no friends. <laughs> John okay. Wick don't play well with others except to use them against each other. Oh, okay. Okay. Fanfic time. I got my fanfic. <laughs> John, Wick so I, he, John Wick when he was a teenager worked in a short order kitchen, right? And then he became like a hitman. His dog died and like, oh, like everything we know about John Wick. But then like that 
fast food or like that short order kitchen like still exists and then like everyone calls out on saturday morning and that's when they get the tourist rush <laughs> and they're going down the phone book and they're calling people and they're calling people to come in and fill in and john wick shows up in his fucking black suit you know and he's just like fucking frying battered cod or whatever yeah, no, like, he, but he's oh, doing all fuck? of it yeah yeah like you're working in fast food again he's like yeah i'm thinking i'm back you know and he's just like he's just like putting out burgers you know yeah no he, he oh, is you an entire use the kitchen like that the same way he is an entire tactical team he is an entire kitchen but you can't have people in his way or bad things happen yeah um and so so i think in the context of overcooked which I believe is fundamentally a multiplayer game. He doesn't do well. He's in everyone's way. He's doing everything. Um, and and if they he's weren't doing there, prep he work would be during doing the lunch fine, rush. But he's too busy throwing that tomato at the back of someone's head instead of the cutting board across the room. <laughs> or, know, or, like, or just like shoving one of those little Muppet looking cooks like into a freezer. Yeah, like he can't account for these people in the space while he's throwing everything everywhere. And so like it doesn't go well because he doesn't work well with them. He doesn't know how to weave friendlies. He only knows how to eliminate. Right. <laughs> Don't care about which allies. is why he had to he had to stop being a hitman when he was in a relationship because it's all or nothing either way right mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> he either operates incredibly efficiently or he loves not both all right well that had that was way better than it had any right to be um, <laughs> that last little segment right there good job guys um, that was amazing uh, Owen you you got me with that line I'm thinking I'm back yeah. Like, that was- <laughs> Well, I'm glad I watched the movie again, because I I thought to myself, like, I should watch the movie. Maybe it'll recontextualize the game in an interesting way. And like, when I was done watching, I was like, "Eh, I'm not sure it did. Uh, I I learned a really incredible John Wick thing I need to share here. Uh, This movie was scripted and titled as Scorn until uh, Keanu Reeves went around saying, I'm in a movie called John Wick a lot. Because Keanu really likes the name John Wick, and they changed the movie because he kept saying it. Well, I think it's better for it, quite honestly. (laughs) God bless Keanu Reeves. Killing it. Yeah. Well done. Well, uh, fellas, I believe there's some some words, some magic words that end our podcast. Yeah, if you if you want to download our podcast, you can find anywhere where podcasts are hosted. You can go to shame.club or shame.business to get our podcast there if you listen to your podcast through a web browser like a pervert um <laughs> you can send us like <laughs> missives and game codes and things like that at uh badplaystyle.gmail.com you can find us on twitter at badplaystyle um yeah that's all right yeah i think so i mean people got google right yeah um uh, so uh good night I love you. I don't recommend playing this game. Oh, what are we playing next time? Oh, we should probably clear that up. We were supposed to play King of Dragon Pass, but then Owen went on vacation and didn't have his computer, so we switched John Wick Hex and King of Dragon Pass. Uh, So now we're playing King of Dragon Pass. Uh, Sorry, Trey. Um, So (laughs) that's what we're playing next time. Goodbye. I love you. Bye. Bye.
The music you heard here today was composed by Ben, a.k.a. Bucci Baby. You can hear this and more like it at soundcloud.com slash Bay. That's B-U-C-C-I-B-A-E. Stay fresh.